it's really a mindset thing mm-hmm. uh, where you know just because we're we're you know we're living in a third world country doesn't mean that we're not better if not more skilled than other people Hello everyone, welcome to the Design Life Show, a personal talk about design, UX, life, business, and anything under the sun. It's me, Jay Christ, and welcome to the episode number four. Today, I'm with Carl, a digital marketer from Iloilo City, Philippines. He's been freelancing for six years now, and he's currently the co-founder of Amazing Nomads. He currently works remotely for a couple of US startups, while side-hustling his way to financial freedom. I'm super excited to talk with him, so without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey Carl, welcome to the show. Hey Jay, thanks for the amazing intro and I'm really looking forward to yeah, sharing some insights and how you can get started as well to freelance and all that stuff. Great, great. So first of all, where are you right now? Currently in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Um, as you said, we just started our new project and this will be our first HQ, so, so to say, and um, yeah, we're looking forward to um, staying here for a few more weeks. Wow, that's nice. By the way, Carl, before we proceed on our conversation, uh, i just like to briefly discuss this episode for our listeners. So to those who are listening in this episode, we will ask Carl to know more about his freelance and a digital nomad lifestyle, how he started freelancing, get some useful and interesting freelancing tips from his own experience, and their latest project. All right, guys, this is exciting. Their current project is to, is to teach Filipinos on how to be a digital nomads. Is that right? So make sure to stick around until the end of this episode. Carl, once again, thank you so much and glad to have you on the show. Awesome. Thanks, Jay. Yes. Uh, would you mind if you introduce yourself to our uh, awesome listeners? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name is Carl Marti Balingit. I am from Iloilo City, Philippines. I'm 26 years old and I've been freelancing uh, for around six years now. Currently, I'm into digital marketing and I also do community management for a couple of startups in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So right now you're on Malaysia, right? So how, how, uh, um, naman dyan? Okay, lang. Uh, it's my first time here actually in Kuala Lumpur, uh, Malaysia. So far, it's been amazing. Um, I'm traveling with my friend Mike and Dre, who's a photographer slash videographer and Mike is our uh, UI UX designer so all of our skills sort of complement and we're working on this project together yeah I saw the uh, episode one of your blog so it's yeah. it's really it's really amazing <laughs> so cool so uh, to those who are listening uh, uh, you're you are you've been freelancing for almost six years now or more more or mm-hmm. less so uh, how do you start on this industry and can you can you talk more about it sure uh so probably best to go all the way back <laughs> to the beginning mm-hmm. uh yeah. well uh, when i graduated college uh, around 2011 um and after a month after that i got my first office job yeah. it was for a local outsourcing firm um which at the time Basically, they get clients um, from the from outside the Philippines, and then they um, they gather a team of designers, developers, writers, and all that stuff. So I started as a content writer. That was my first real job after college, 
and then I moved into SEO and then became a project manager. Uh, so that job lasted for six months. And within those six months, I immediately, immediately realized that, you know, um, it's just not um, how I want to work and build my career working, um, working the nine to five. Uh, it was a Monday to Saturday shift and, you know, I just wasn't happy. So, um, but I'm still thankful for that job because I got started into freelancing because of that. You know, I realized that there's so much opportunities online. And so after six months, I got my first client online, which was, um, through a job site called easyoutsource.com. I'm not sure if you've, you've probably heard of it. Um, it's one of the popular job sites in the Philippines. Um, and I started freelancing as a content writer. So I was uh, writing articles for a niche blog, which was like a uh, back pain and wedding blogs. And yeah, that's how basically how I got started. Cool. So uh, personally, I've known you on your, I think you, you started a formalist, right? Form, right. is that, that was uh, another side project. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a side project you have. So yeah. Uh, Uh, you're writing content for uh, for uh, for businesses or inspirations like that. So, uh, how uh, what are, what is the difference between office job and a freelancing career? Well, for me, one of the main things was yeah. controlling your time, and you know, not being set to a fixed schedule every day. Yeah. Um. You know, I I work best. You know, personally, I work best when you know when that creativity strikes and then I get motivated to work and when I'm not forced, you know, to do something um, just because I have to. Uh, that was the main thing first, having a freedom to work when you want and where you want. And But of course, uh, you have to be disciplined as well. You know, there's so many temptations <laughs> that you could just do while freelancing. You know, you could just hang out and chill and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, you want to do meaningful work and you want to spend time uh, when needed with your loved ones and you know whatever you want to do since you uh, mentioned the distraction so most of the filipino creative professionals uh go through on that uh, situation it's hard to uh to be tempted or not sure. to be tempted on the distractions how do you handle that or and uh, to stay uh productive yeah to be honest you know early in my freelancing career i wasn't so good at uh, being as productive as I could be, you know, um, you know, working and not having, not being, you know, watched over and all that stuff. You could easily, um, you know, browse YouTube videos, check out Facebook and all the other social networks, Netflix, and, and yeah, all the fun <laughs> stuff. So back then, yeah, I was, I wasn't the best at that, but recently, uh, how I've handled that, um, is just sticking to a schedule and, eliminating distractions so it could be as easy as um putting your phone on airplane mode so that you don't get um, notifications um you could block sites and all that stuff but for me it's just setting a time for work just for work so for example if i want to do a client work and then i also want to do a passion project uh, which is our side projects so you can split your day into different parts so for example you want to do two to four hours of client work in the morning You know, maybe have lunch and then the rest of the afternoon you could do your passion project. Um, that for me works best rather than working, uh, doing different stuff throughout the day. Uh, that's very practical advice for our listeners. Uh, do uh, do it what uh, what you feel so productive or 
have a timeline for for your works and pleasure of course so the most interesting part uh, you're you're been a freelance you're been a freelancer for six years so you you also a digital nomad so how how can you explain about more what is the digital nomad lifestyle yeah for sure mm-hmm. um so before that um i got into you know being a digital nomad i think around probably a couple of years ago um which is in the middle of my you know freelancing i read this article by peter levels which is one of the more famous uh digital nomad guys um he had this article where he created 12 startups in 12 months basically and then he was doing it while traveling the world so you know that really inspired me and um back then i was sort of traveling on and off you know working from different places um uh, maybe sometimes working uh where i was in iloilo working at home working in cafes and all that stuff um so that that's freelancing um the difference between being a digital nomad is basically um you sort of travel while working um and it's it's more of a lifestyle where um uh, you are yeah you're working online but you're also you know trying to experience as much as you can by going to different places like for us right now we're we'll be um switching countries every month here in Asia just to you know fully immerse ourselves in that digital nomad life and um see you know what comes out of it cool so most of the filipinos uh right now don't know digital nomad so right now <laughs> they know now so uh you're in Malaysia so uh to those who don't know uh how can you, how do you handle uh because uh, most of the misconception ng uh, ng mga Filipino, uh, parang yung lifestyle na to is mahal. Because you traveled, you traveled always, and and of course uh, you need to have your budget then. So how 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 you manage that? Uh, first, we have to uh, well, we also explain this that there's sort of prerequisites before you actually get started. Is not it's not. Um, as easy, you know, that you can just quit your job and go. Yeah. Uh, we always recommend that you have at least, you know, three to six months of savings just to be prepared. And then also before you actually do it, you um, you must have at, at least, you know, already be um, have a client online, whether as a freelancer, whether you're working remotely for a local firm or you know for brands or or companies outside the Philippines. Or you have your online business that you can operate wherever you are. That's basically the three options that you have um, before you get started. So uh, that's uh, that's a wonderful tips for our listeners. It's it's very uh, practical uh, to say that you have to have a savings or a side hustle before you quit right. your regular job. That's that's yeah. very nice and and also I just mm, like to add um, you have to of course. Be practical in choosing your locations. Mm. Um, like for us, we are only gonna be going to visa-free countries and um, to countries that aren't as expensive as compared to being in the Philippines. So, like if here in Malaysia, like Thailand, Vietnam, and all those countries, I would say are pretty similar to the cost of living in the Philippines compared to going to Singapore or Europe and all the other stuff. So, with all the countries you you've been through, what are, what are the best country that you can uh, uh, probably say that uh, great? Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. I as if you're going for the digital nomad, you know, journey. 
I would say Chiang Mai, uh, Thailand is the best uh, place I've been to so far. It is regarded as a digital nomad hotspot, and I got to experience that um, personally. And I truly believe that you know it's an awesome place for uh, to be a digital nomad. It has you know fast connection, good food, cheap cost of living. Uh, you know, there's nothing really more you could ask for. Yeah, I personally followed you on Instagrams. Uh, your photos are amazing. So thank you. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Uh, the content of your Instagram, and basically, it's really inspiring. Then, parang gusto ko na niyo malistito sa Pinas. So, uh, so yeah, you should join us. Um, yeah, sure. In the near future. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> we can. And so, um. Can you give at least three most useful uh, tips for our for those who like to start as much uh, as soon as they want to start? Can you sure? Yeah. Um, if I had to boil it down to three mm-hmm. tips or three steps, number one definitely is to build your skills first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, you choose one skill that you want to master, and by master I mean just be good enough to start. You know, seventy to eighty percent. Uh, mastery for a skill is good enough to start, you know, uh, creating results online. So that's the first step is to build your skill. And what comes to building your skills, of course, is choosing a field, whether it's marketing, uh, design, development, writing, uh, copywriting, and all that stuff. So once you've chosen your skill and you've learned just that you're good enough to start, second is you build your portfolio and create case studies. So that's really important step. Um, before you actually find clients, like real paying clients, you build a portfolio and case study because ultimately clients are looking for, for results and it's way easier to, um, you know, to close a deal once you actually show results. And just a side tip on that as well is you want to be as niche as possible when you start. Um, if I could give a quick example um, on how you do that. So when I started uh, digital marketing, I chose Facebook ads as my sort of skill that I wanted to master um, first before checking out other stuff. So when I started Facebook ads, I realized that there's so much you could do. There's Facebook ads for lead generation. There's, um, you know, Facebook ads for for consultants, for coaching, gathering services and all that stuff. So uh, one tip um, that I experienced myself was I if you focus on one service, for example, you are a digital marketer that's you know specializes in Facebook ads for let's say um, dentists. You're good at generating leads for dent- dental clinics wherever. So you gather. This is um, this is still the second part of building your portfolio. You gather let's say one to three um, clients that are dentists, and you offer your services for free. You know you're only starting, so it's totally fine in exchange for your free services. And once you get results. You get an awesome case study, you get an awesome testimonial, you could put it on your site, and then you use that to market, which is partly of uh, basically getting clients. And you could easily replicate what you did to get new clients that are in the same niche. Let's say you, you still focus on dentists, um, or you could go into healthcare or whatever related niche, and then you could branch out into other steps and use your, um, use your framework basically that works. So that's how I would start if I would do if I would um, do it all over again. Yep. So thank you so much for that. So most of the skills uh, you already know is growth hacking, app marketing, and advertising. 
you're also on community management right right so mm-hmm. uh, uh, most of the clients you have is from us so uh most of the filipinos uh creatives is ano uh the sa totoo lang to be honest they're not really confident on uh showing their potential or uh speaking on on english uh, on an english language so how can you how can you uh, s- uh give them tips for that i think uh it's well number one it's just it's really a mindset thing mm-hmm. uh where you know just because we're we're you know we're living in a third world country doesn't mean that we're not better if not more skilled than other people Uh, you know in other like in first world countries that's why one of the first thing i realized yep. um as i sort of got more and more you know into getting more clients internationally so really it's just you know putting putting yourself out there if you're not that confident maybe um doing calls or interacting um you know through calls and and all that stuff you could easily create an email um intro to clients or maybe ask a friend for referrals and he could intro you so you could you know um just get your foot in the door yeah. so that's what i said if you have case studies and a portfolio really the results will speak for itself you could easily just email someone hey uh let's say uh you had an amazing campaign for for a gym for a gym uh for a local gym you email another gym you say hey uh I gathered 30 more signups for this gym in the UK. I could easily do the same for you here in the US. Um you want to, you know, you want to check out my services, just a simple email like that that's super relevant and super helpful will easily, you know, land you better clients um compared to if you're just waiting and you know, you're not really being proactive. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh you should you should probably uh, always drink coffee too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of coffee, coffees. Um, yeah. I wasn't actually a big coffee drinker early mm-hmm. um till last year only yeah. when I got more and more <laughs> projects that I yes. needed to work more and sleep less so coffee helps. So you you work out uh before you go to work or or I try to, you know, uh be as active as I can. Um recently I haven't been um that that active but we've done a lot of walking while traveling so i used it as an excuse um but ultimately it really depends on you um uh, another thing that i've you know personally experienced is you can't really force um something that's not in your you know it's not in your natural flow so to say like if you're not a morning person then you don't really have to force it you just work best when you're productive and You know, if you like working out before you work, then just you know, just do what you gotta do. As long as the you know you have an, uh, as long as you produce results, basically. Yep, uh, that's really one of my struggles to uh, working out. Uh, I tried to run uh, at least twice a week if I can, uh, because there's a lot of errands uh, going on. Yeah, but but it's definitely definitely nice uh, idea to uh, to just. Uh, Uh, observe your natural flow, right? Yeah. yeah, and also it helps to have like a workout buddy or an accountability partner. Yeah. Um, if you have a friend that's really into fitness, you could like create some sort of um, challenge where he has to do this and you have to work out, and you know 
<laughs> you just work out whatever punishment or prize that really helps that as I've done before. Friendly competition, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a nice idea. So, uh, now we we need to talk about your latest project, the the Amazing Nomad. So, can you awesome. share share more about it? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, a couple of year, years ago, I got into the digital nomad lifestyle. Um, not lifestyle, but the concept of it, and I got really interested. And so. Um, I've been working online, freelancing all these years, and I've been traveling on and off, but not nothing really long term. It was sort of a mini vacation, just bringing your work with you while you enjoy. And it wasn't uh, recently um, where me and my friend uh, Mike talked, where we're like, uh, "Hey, you wanna travel together? Number one to cut expenses, and because he also wants to do the same. Um, let's why not? Let's why not?" Let's do long-term travel around Asia and document everything, you know, just to keep ourselves accountable and to inspire others to do the same as well, you know, if they want to do the same. So that's really the <laughs> the inspiration of it. We just sort of talked about it and booked the ticket, and here we are now. You have a perfect uh, body because uh, I saw I saw your the videos. That's amazing, man. So. Uh, you also have a same shirt. <laughs> Where? Oh yeah, that was it. What was that? That wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was fun. For me, it's fun. So, uh, for those who are listening, so you're offering a free training for them, right? Or free course for them? Where where they they go? Right. So you could basically we have uh, we created like this free. Um, video training on how you can start um, becoming a digital nomad or just basically working online. You don't have to travel um, if you don't want to. It's just a good option for those who really want to experience that. Um, that's one of the things we also mentioned in our training. But basically, you can just go to our site, amazingnomads.com, and there will be, right as soon as you land, there will be a get, you know, my free training button where you can just Enter your email and we'll email you the link um, to our free training, which we're about to release part one. Um, this, well, we're talking now uh, second week of March, so it'll be part one will be released this week. I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, you know, uh, all the rest of the videos will be out as well. All right, guys. So go to amazingnomads.com for more uh, uh, tips from uh, from our friend right here, Carl. So. Thank you so much, Carl, for accepting my invitation. I know you're busy, so thank oh, you. Pleasure no. is mine, dude. Uh, thanks, and I'm always, I'll be tuning in to more episodes. Yes, of course. Uh, I'm tuning in also to Amazing Nomads. I want to be an Amazing Nomads too. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, uh, for uh, for any last words for our listener, can you and invite them uh, once again for your Amazing Nomads journey? Oh yeah, so like I said, you know, you could grab the free training on our website, amazingnomads.com. Check out our we post regularly on Instagram for our you know awesome photos by our photographer Dre, and we post weekly videos on Facebook, facebook.com/slash/amazingnomads. We sort of do a weekly vlog, and we'll post other videos there as well that will be useful for freelancing/slash digital nomads. Thank you so much, Carl. So uh, you're you're in the uh, you're in Malaysia. So where are you coming back? <laughs> um, we don't have plans yet. Oh, yeah, okay. We don't know yeah. exactly when we're gonna be back. But 
uh, will be transferring to Bangkok, Thailand Bangkok. by April 1. Mm. And then, doon kami for, ano, for like a month and then transfer. Man. Nice. <laughs> that was great. Thank you so much, bro. For those who are listening, just uh, just check their website. And uh, to conclude this episode, uh, I think one of the things you need to do is uh, be prepared or have a plan to if you want to succeed on a particular uh, a particular venture or like freelancing or if you want to go to be a digital nomad you have to have a solid plan right so thank you for listening and that's all guys and thank you again Carl awesome welcome and thanks as well Jay Guys, thank you very much for listening. That's probably the last episode for this month. And I hope you enjoyed that episode with Carl and you find value from it. And you probably know that uh, I've launched the donation page for the show. Uh, I need your help, guys. So if you like to support the show, you can go to jkstabes.com slash donate. So there's tons of way to do that. You can share the message. You can share this and share to your Uh, friends, colleagues, family and uh, hopefully they will like the show and find value from it. I wish you all the best guys for this year and keep crushing it. Thank you very much for listening.